um, yeah. Scott, how he, how long he's been an innkeeper, just ask him how he became an innkeeper. Yeah, we only have an hour. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. <laughs> <sighs> Fix my hair now that we're live. We right? Go. Yeah. <laughs> it's the best time to do it, right? I think so. Yeah. <laughs> Mars, we're, we're we're starting early, buddy, just for you. <clears throat> There's your shout out. So you owe me a quarter. Is it like um a fee? Like, is that agreed upon? Do we get a share in that? No, that's a personal uh, <laughs> sponsorship package that he and I, that uh, Mars and I have together. Oh well. So, if y'all want to name drop and get paid for it, that's how the, that's on the um. Yeah. Gotcha. Hey, you got to monetize somehow. Mars pad, Mars pad, Mars pad, Mars pad. That's a buck and a half right there already. <laughs> Man, I'm in the wrong business. <laughs> uh oh yeah. That's right. Movie just star. Wait, just wait to see how much I get paid if I say Red Bull. <laughs> do the you Red Bull girls it, show up? Yeah. They do. Just, they do, and it's so right. funny because they're, they're all... uh, it's like all, all the guys are awkward. They don't know what to do with the pretty girls around them. They're just like, ah. It's, what, it's what you can't see is they're actually back there behind Root right now just waiting in the wings. If he says it, they come dancing across the screen. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> I missed that one. It's all right. Nothing. Nothing at all. Okay. <laughs> all right, folks. I have nine o'clock. Who's ready to do a show? Well, I might as well. All right. All right. All right. Starting in five, four, three. Welcome to the Innkeepers Podcast. We're glad you found your way here. And welcome to episode number six of the Innkeepers Podcast. We are a podcast for innkeepers covering Hearthstone's fireside gatherings. With insight and information, we hope all of our fellow innkeepers find useful. Our topic for this episode is one we know many people will have on their minds this week. It's all about Nimsy. This is Patrick from Knoxville, Tennessee. This is Andy from Orlando, Florida. And this is Aliri from Halifax, Canada. And joining us today is the one, the only, the legendary Mr. Spell Scott, aka Bites, from California. Yo! Yo! Glad to have you back, sir. <laughs> Thanks. So, coming up here in episode number six of the Innkeepers Podcast, uh, we're going to let you know, everybody know what we know about Nimsy so far. We're going to answer one of the biggest questions we've seen this week about establishing your taverns, and we're going to talk about some Hallowed-in themes that we have going on. And don't forget, for all of your Hearthstone Innkeeper needs, make sure to check out FiresideGatherings.com. And you can also check out HSInkeepers.com, which is actually a site that is managed by Scott here. And that has a whole host of resources that are made by Innkeepers for other Innkeepers. And today's topics on Nemzi were inspired by the community itself. You know, the announcement came out last week and we saw such a 
an influx of new member joins to our Discord community server that we really felt it'd be appropriate to take some time this week to talk all things Nimsy. Well met. All right. Before we <laughs> jump right into it, uh, we've got, like uh, Larry just said, we've got a lot to cover. And uh, before we get into it, Scott, why don't you reintroduce yourself to uh, some of our uh, viewers who may not have met you or seen you on a previous episode. Or they might not recognize me because I don't have my beard anymore. Uh, because I, it's baby I, I Scott. I know. I had to shave... I'd, every time I go incognito as the innkeeper, I have to shave my beard. So the the, the uh, summer championships were this weekend in L.A., and I decided to take my innkeeper get up and go full innkeeper. Uh, they say never to go full innkeeper, but I you know I, I like to do that. If anyone could, uh, it would be you. So. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I embraced it, and uh, yeah, it was a blast. Um, so I uh, yeah, I've been running events for like three plus years. Um, and uh, I've done all sorts of fireside gatherings from tiny little uh, six-person viewing parties to like 500-person giant uh, restaurant, bar, uh, social events, um, tournaments. So I've done the whole spectrum of, uh, of fireside gatherings, and I love it. I love the community and the people. And uh, I think someone was gonna, had asked about how to get into fire or how, how we got into firesides, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, he asked how our... Our uh, our innkeeper's originating story. Oh wow! Origin um, story. Sorry. <clears throat> so uh, I was born a poor black child. <laughs> All right, Steve. <laughs> that's that's from the jerk. Uh, yeah. I saw that. Uh, uh, no. So I um, I grew up playing magic um, in my uh, teens, um, and I love uh, loved Magic: The Gathering. And then I played WoW, and then when Hearthstone came out, I was hyped. I was pumped. Uh, so I played Hearthstone from the very beginning. And when uh, Fireside Gatherings were announced, I went to my first Fireside Gathering, and uh, the people at Fireside Gatherings there that I met were amazing. I'm still friends with most of those people that I met at my first Fireside Gathering. Uh, but the organizer for the Fireside was actually. Um, he was kind of a mess. He was drunk. He was really, really drunk. Uh, and he kept stepping outside for smoke breaks and not kind of running the event. And I come from a background of running events. Uh, I do, I've been in a band for 15 years and I've toured and, and uh, I do pop-up restaurants. So I cook and I, I take over a restaurant and I, I make my own menus. So I have this event background. And I, I thought, man, I love Hearthstone and I like events. I think I can probably do a pretty good job at this. So I got into hosting events and I started small. And then I just kept trying to, to think of ways to make events more inclusive and more fun for the whole community. And, uh, and, and I haven't stopped since. Awesome. Root, you want to give us your origin story real quick? Oh, sure. I would love to give you my origin story. So I had my very first uh, fireside gathering I ever went to. It sounded really cool. And myself and Freckleface went to it. And it was the worst experience in a fireside gathering I could possibly have. Um, the folks there were ill-prepared. All they wanted to do was get people through the front door and, and get a cover charge. Um, there was no resources for him, nowhere to sit. It was just all around horrible, horrible event. And Freckleface and I talked to him. He said, you know what? We may have to start doing these here ourselves if we want a quality fireside gathering to happen. The next day, Amy Jansen started her fireside gathering. I got a little notice. Hey, there's a new meetup, a fireside gathering. And I sent her a message. I said, if you are going to do this, 
and I kind of would like this long page of everything that went wrong at where where we were. And she replied, she's like, I was there, I know, and I don't want to make those mistakes. So we teamed up with Amy and uh, have been doing it for, what, three or four years now ever since. So it's been really, really cool. Awesome. And Amy works for Blizzard now. So. Yeah, she yeah. did. Yeah, that's how That's how, <laughs> That's how. how awesome of a fireside we are. Blizzard hires our innkeepers away to go work for uh, for the firesidegathering.com website. So go figure. Yeah. Aliri, how about you? Oh, mine's kind of funny. So... Back when the game first came out, I think within the first month they announced the Fireside Friends card back. So kind of like how this Nimsy thing is, it's a Fireside exclusive. You can only get that card back from going to a Fireside and no one was running them in my city. And me and my friends were supposed to get together to do it. And they got together while I was working one night. And I was like, wow, okay, my, I have kind of bad friends. So I'm just going to host a fireside and there must be the people in the city that want this too um and then it i hosted a fireside and it went successfully and people wanted me to run tournaments the next time and you know i was like next time this was i was just trying to get the card back <laughs> um, but from that it's four and a half years later i've worked on the most amazing amazing projects with the most amazing people with her stone and it's just it's been a really fun ride, and it's it's all because I have kind of bad friends. But yeah, yeah, it's fine. That's <laughs> it's awesome. Just funny, I don't know. But yeah, and, How about and you, Avanti's? Yeah, what about you? So uh, when Hearthstone first came out, there, you know, my friends and I were just playing it. We we all have Magic: The Gathering backgrounds. We started in the mid '90s, and you know, it's card games are a passion. There's not a lot to do in East Tennessee. So, you know, we uh, actually got together with some friends before they started the Fireside Gatherings program, and we're like, you know, hey, we used to always get together face-to-face -to, -face to play Magic. What if we just get together and hang out, you know, bring our laptops, play some Hearthstone and Theorycraft, talk about decks and stuff like that. So that's what we did. And then shortly after that, they launched the Fireside Gatherings program, and we were like, hey, cool, now we can get a card back for doing what we were already doing. And it was just me and about four or five of my friends. And I created a Facebook group in case there was anybody else. I like O'Leary. I was like, Knoxville's a pretty good sized city. Surely there's somebody else that plays this game. Yeah. And uh, we started getting a few people in here and there. And then once the Fireside Gatherings website launched and I started scheduling events there, it really kind of blew up, and we started getting 20, 30, 40 people come out to events. We were we were running our events in a little, like, non-profit building, and we maybe had enough seating for 30 people on a good day. And so we realized that we were going to have to eventually kind of scale up, and we partnered up with a local game store, and the rest, as they say, is history, so... Oh. It's funny, every innkeeper has a different origin story. Like, I haven't heard two that are the same. It's pretty cool. Yeah, and, and I will say the one thing that did come, what I feel like one of the good, best things that ever happened to me that came out of that was um, one of my best friends from high school, he and I had been, like, inseparable all through high school and the years after. He moved, He got a job and moved away and had kind of, we'd kind of drifted apart. Well, he actually saw my fireside post on uh, fireside gatherings. Didn't know I was the one running it. 
but he oh, joined wow. he 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 joined the Facebook group, saw that I was going, messaged me and was like, "Hey, I'm going to this fireside and I see you're going too. Maybe we could get together and have lunch before and kind of catch up." And I was like, "Okay, you know, that sounds like fun." And so we went and had lunch and then we showed up and, you know, I told him I was like, "Well, I'm actually the one running this event." And, you know, we got there, we hung out all day, had a blast. That was Zerocio, who is now one of my co-hosts on Hero Power. And oh, wow. the podcast was born shortly thereafter of lunch meetings and fireside gatherings. So, yeah. That's so fun. Yeah, it's, it's, fireside gatherings have had very positive effects. So, but, all right, well, yeah. let's. And now we get to, uh, we get to hear all these new experiences of this influx of new innkeepers that are coming in. Yes. How exciting is that? Yes, because, you know, uh, like O'Leary said, I have a feeling these guys are going to run these events, really have a lot of fun with it the way we did, and then we may start seeing more regular tavern activity, and that would just be great. That would be so fun, especially where there are, you know, different regions now that are running tavern versus tavern, not part of the the Tavern versus Tavern program that Blizzard runs, but you know there are regional just events that are happening where we're playing our players against others, and the more taverns there are, the more growth that can have, and the more fun that can be. So that's yeah. exciting too. Yeah. All right, so let's uh, jump into our topics. So I know this is that's what everybody is really excited to hear about. So our to- our first topic of the night is. Who is Nimsy Necrofizzle? Well, she's the new warlock hero for Hearthstone. She's an evergreen item, which means that starting on October 17th, she will always be available through established taverns at fireside gatherings going forward. Now, first question, and this is, I know, a lot of confusion... So, Scott, I'm going to pitch this to you. What's the difference between a fireside gathering and an established tavern? A uh, Okay, so the first time anyone hosts an event, uh, they will host it um, and it'll be a fireside gathering. Uh, once they've hosted an event that has at least three people checking into the event, they can then... Uh, after the event, uh, go ahead and establish their tavern. They get to choose a name. They get to create their graphic for their tavern, and they become an established tavern. So anything that they uh, schedule from then on has their logo and their branding on it, and uh, they can then participate in certain programs like uh, Nimsy Necrofistle and like uh, Tavern versus Tavern. Is that a good answer? Yeah. Yeah, I think that it kind of separates because a lot of people were, were confused that if they just ran a fireside that they were a tavern. But that's not quite the case. There's a little more that goes into it like you just explained. So, all right. Um, so, as you said, uh, basically once you're an established tavern, your players come in, play a game of the fireside brawl, and that is how they unlock Nimsy. You can't just show up and play on the network like you could with the Fireside card back. You actually have to participate in the Fireside Brawl. Um, This month's Fireside Brawl is 3v3 Tag Team. 
and uh, we'll have a link in the chat for you guys to read up on how that works. Link is posted. Okay, excellent. Yep. Uh, Aliri, why don't you tell us a little bit about our social media? So our social media, so the best place to find us is going to be in the Innkeeper Discord. And we have these absolutely fabulous little buttons on our channel now that you can click and get directly linked to those places. Um, and so thank you, huge shout out to Ben for making those for us. He also did our other graphics for the show. So again, huge thanks to him for that. He is a fellow innkeeper, of course. You'll find him in the Discord as well. So definitely click on the Discord link, join us there. We do have a very, it's a little verification process. We just ask you to change your server nickname to show us where you're from, and then just post a tiny little outro that just, you know, basically what your interest is in being an innkeeper, whether you're experienced or completely new, all, all people of, different experience levels are welcome to join. And even if you're not sure, you can join, ask some questions. You know, if it's not for you, that's fine. But I think once you get in there, you're going to see there's just a lot of fun to be had. And it really is just a great community to be a part of. If you want to check out our previous episodes, we do have them on YouTube. And that is the other link that you can see there on our Twitch channel stream. So those are definitely the top two places to find us. All right, awesome. Oh, podcast downloads. It's <laughs> 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 right there. So within the next 48 hours, we're going to have all of our shows also available for download as a podcast. So if you're like me, you take the bus to work every day, you can listen to the podcast and, you know, take back in information that we've said because we do get a bit carried away sometimes. But, um, you know, it's there's definitely repeat material in our shows because it's, it's just, there's so much to go with the fireside gathering. So, so much potential. So yeah, you can find us there as well. And we'll make sure to post about that in the Discord when that is available. Awesome. So uh, anyone should talk, tell us about our next topic. Well, we're going to recap in a little more in detail about actually how to establish your tavern. Uh, as Scott mentioned earlier, it's not just, and Larry did too, it's not just hosting a fireside gathering. That's your first step in the whole thing. So you, everything starts at firesidegatherings.com. So you want to go there and you want, there's be a little purple link up on the right-hand side that says host an event. That's where you set up your, your initial event. You want to have a location already established. We've talked about picking venues. You want to have your, your location, your time, your date, all that all ready to go, a description. Some, as much information as you can give, fill in all the blanks. Be very careful to fill in all the blanks as well. And you'll host your first fireside gathering. You want at least three people to show up for it, which for some, that's a big deal for their first event because it's very hard to get that word out when you don't have a big following if you're just trying to get something going. You will get a little bit of uh, traffic from Blizzard because they're going to show that you have an event in that area. If someone says, hey, where's a fireside gathering near me? You'll pop up if you're near them. So you'll get a little bit of traffic that way. You want to use the social media. You want to use Facebook. You want to use Twitter. You want to use everywhere else you can possibly get the word out to get people to show up to your fireside gathering. And you we get, also, quick introduction, in the Discord server, have great resources and information on all the places that you can try and gather attention for your fireside and advertise for it. Yeah, it, like, yeah right, definitely. <laughs> no, actually, that's a great resource. Use, it, use the Discord server 100%. So now you've established, you've got your fireside gathering going on. 
You've had at least three people come in. You've had a great time. Everybody's been on the same network. They've been locked in. Everything's great. You're not a tavern. You're just a fireside gathering at this point. Now you can go back to the same fireside gatherings website, fill in some more information, and Blizzard will go, okay, look, you had a successful event. Yeah, we'll give you a little more, a little more to work with here. And as was as was mentioned, now you can establish your logo, your name, you you pick your cool well with your logo, it's like your 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 signage for your your tavern. And you'll pick a cool rainbow unicorn or whatever else you want to pick. You get your branding set up. Now, be patient. This can take a little bit of time, up to a week, for all this to go through. Once it's through, you'll get an email that says congratulations, it's awesome. Now when you go back and you establish your tavern, everything is a little bit different. You go through the Fireside Gathering website, you set up your event. That's all pretty much the same. When you get to your event as an innkeeper, here's the part that's a little bit different. You'll have your phone or whatever device you use to play Hearthstone on. I use my phone for this. It's a lot easier. When you log in ahead of time, so an hour or so before anybody else shows up, You'll get a prompt that says, hey, innkeeper, are you trying to set up your tavern? You go, yes, I am. It says, you want to do this now? Yes, I do. And you'll get a couple of things that will prompt you. It'll look for different access points in the area, the Wi-Fi networks. It doesn't need to log into them. It just needs to see them. And this is very important, a major change in what's what's been happening. As long as it can see the access point names, that's all it really cares about right now. Walk around the establishment the area, walk the perimeter, see if there's any other access points it can pick up on, see if there's any weak area, just walk around with it. It'll ask you, do you want to continue looking? You say, yep, walk around. Once you're done, it's going to say, okay, hang on one sec, and it's going to unpack your your tavern. Now, when your members show up, your patrons show up, and they log in, make sure, big thing here is make sure the location services and Wi-Fi are both turned on on all their devices. That is the number one thing that pops up when people cannot, like, I can't see the fireside gathering. Location services, Wi-Fi. Make sure yeah. those are both turned on. And What's I have those? noticed, sorry to interject, on Android phones, in the app, it'll prompt you to turn that on, but it won't actually turn it on, so people still have trouble connecting. If you're using an Android phone, you're going to have to go into your apps. So you close Hearthstone, go into the your app section, find Hearthstone, and in that Hearthstone menu, turn on location services, and then you'll be good to go. There you go, great tip. So now that your location service is on, Wi-Fi is turned on, now your patrons should, should see a thing that says, hey, there's a fireside gathering near you, do you wanna join it? It'll have your name, everything else. If they don't, on their friends menu, there's a little lantern icon on the top right. If they click that, it'll search for available fireside gatherings in their area and then should join them to it. Uh, but that that process, you just repeat it. Now, going forward, every time you do a fireside gathering, you're going to do the same thing. You're going to go to firesidegatherings.com, set up your event, set up on Facebook, meet up, wherever else you do your events, set up on Battlefy, wherever else you do them. When you get to the location, you're going to unpack your tavern every single time. So give yourself that little bit of a 30 minutes, an hour buffer ahead of time to walk around. So there you go. Any questions from you guys or anything to add? Um, I, I do just want to say about the three people for the first fireside. You do have to have three unique accounts log into your fireside in order to be able to um, apply to establish your tavern. Um, so keep that in mind. But the biggest thing and one of the things that we have seen maybe is just a bit of um, misunderstanding from some of 
the events that have been made since NIMSI has been announced is the event has to be public. It has to be in a public place, available to the general public. Can't, can't be and in your house or your dorm room. And if it doesn't have that, then it, it likely, it'll be either reported or it just, it's not going to be approved. So definitely make sure that you keep that in mind. Um, you're not going to be able to post a fireside at your house, unfortunately. Yeah. But you can go to a cafe and you don't necessarily have to go in with, you know, a whole bunch of gear. You can keep it very casual and fun and accessible. But again, it, it absolutely has to be in a public venue. And that goes for Neil. That's just not the Nimsy campaign. That yes, is any fireside any. gather. You have to be public. So Yeah, and I, I want to touch on one other thing real quick. And this was something we kind of talked about briefly before the show went live. Um, as we said, you have to participate in the fireside brawl to unlock Nimsy. This month's fireside brawl is 3v3 tag team. So each person has to play a game of the Fireside Brawl on their device to unlock the the portrait. What I'm doing is I'm running a 3v3 tournament style. Each team will register as a team. Then I'm going to do uh, like a Swiss style or I even, may even do like a round robin style because it'll be easier that way where each round... One player from each team will log into their device and they'll play their match. Once they report and the next round starts, a different player will log into their device with their team and they'll play their match. And then the third round, the last player on the team will log into their device and they'll play their match. That way everybody gets a chance to log in, play the fireside brawl and get the portrait. Does that make sense to you guys? Did I explain that? Yeah, I love that idea. I think it's a really fun way to do it. Okay. Yeah. And just keep in mind these, um, uh, just at the Champs this weekend, we had the 3v3 brawl in uh, Dula Dev, and uh, they can take a little while. So give yourself time. Uh, it, whenever you play as a team, you discuss a lot of stuff. And even though the heroes only start with 20 health each, uh, I've seen games go, you know, like 40 minutes or like an hour. You know, I mean, like those are extreme circumstances where every time like it was very close back and forth. But like they can they can take a while. So so keep that in mind um, if you have other events planned, especially. Mm-hmm. OK, great. Um, so let's. Uh... Uh, so I think what... Andy has something you want to. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I do. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Show notes are love Google Docs for this. It's so great. So <laughs> you're like, Let's wait, go wait. I got to give a little context to this. So as like literally while we're talking, we have a little wait. Wait. <laughs> Typed in in the Google Doc is wait. Wait. Topic insert. So so yeah. <laughs> what I wanted to be sure to cover is. So we're about to go into a really cool thing about activities, and I wanted to preface this because we're about to get schooled here on on events that Scott does, and everybody, Scott, we know you are this infam- infamous for your events. Innkeepers <laughs> need to be prepared for people to show up who want nothing to do with your fireside gathering whatsoever, except to get nimsy and get out. Yeah. That's all they're going to be here for the, this time. Now. 
hopefully they stick around and they go, wow, this is actually kind of fun. There are actually kind of some cool people here, and I really like this group, and I'm going to hang out. But there aren't – not everybody's going to be that way. So I just want to make sure that we are in a mental state because we're about to get some awesome stuff dumped on us, and I want, we're, our minds are going to be this blown away, and we're going to get so many ideas – and we're going to put a lot of effort into it. And then someone's going to come up and go, hey, man, I just want to get this warlock. How do I get it? And then they're going to leave. That's cool. That's fine. That's their prerogative. That's how they want to play the game. We're not there to judge. We're just there to be excellent host. So be prepared for that to happen. That's all I wanted to say. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Yeah. As you said, we're fixing it at school because, you know, every once in a while, Scott puts on a costume and becomes Scott. But we all know in reality, <laughs> he is the innkeeper. <laughs> Scott is just a Actually, you know what? I, I kind of got schooled this weekend because Sam Benson uh, threw, mm. he was running the fireside at Summer Champs and he threw an amazing fireside that lasted three full days. He had so many side events. Uh, I have a couple of the sheets here. I just want to want to show you, um, like he printed out this sheet here which um, I don't know if you can see that. It's mm -hmm. like uh, he, he has a bunch of cards that have different blanks and you have to balance the cards. And this was actually <laughs> really interesting for a lot of people. They were trying to figure out what actually text to put on these cards to actually balance them and make them uh, like fair cards. And one of them is like an eight mana four two. And one of them is a, uh, a, a hunter card that destroys your opponent's hero power. And you have to pick a mana cost for that. So oh, wow. I, it's really, that's a cool cool one. Um, he also had this uh, Savor the Flavor where you had to match the flavor text. I actually didn't get far in this sheet. Uh, <laughs> I didn't want to cheat. And I kind of just gave up on this because there's a lot of other stuff to do. He had a crossword, which I don't have here, which was a ton of fun. Mm. And then this one was uh, one where you had to fill out like different Wind Fury, uh, I'm sorry, uh, wild spells that feature Torrens and uh, mm. list all the wild cards that have the word red somewhere in the text. And I, cool. with the group effort, we were able to fill this out. And uh, it was it was a really fun... Oh, hi, Kitty. It was a really fun event. And um, like I said, Sam did a, a great job. And all the resources he gave me, and I've uploaded most of them to the HS Innkeepers website for everyone to use. So awesome. make sure to go there and, and download them. I, I was going to say, I, I was following the HCT uh, championship pretty closely, and I saw a lot of tweets about how much fun people had at the Firesides. I, I, didn't, hear a, I didn't hear a single negative comment about the Firesides. So great job to uh, Sam from Kansas City. So, all right. So let's let's go ahead and jump into our uh, third topic: uh, Hallows End fireside activities. Uh, Leary, do you want to lead this one? Sure. Um, so personally, the themed firesides are the ones that I have the most fun with. I love um, just putting a, a fun twist on the regular fireside activities that we do. So one of the things, so Hallows End Firesides, are we all hosting one of those? I, think, I believe we are. Everyone here? Yep. Everyone here, everyone in chat. Um, so one of the things I'll be doing is having not a costume contest, so to speak, but there'll be a special prize, a raffle draw for people who come dressed in costume, just to encourage it um, and encourage the fun aspect of it. And one of the things, I love to do is I make little themed dust bottles to give away at my firesides, especially for the themed ones. So I won't do these for every fireside, but when there's a new expansion or for instance, Love is in the Air or Hallow's End, 
they're just themed little tokens that people can take home with them. And you can get the little bottles off Amazon. They're not too expensive. And then I use little like sugar candies kind of thing. I get most of it from Bulk Barn. It's not too expensive, but it's a really, you know, it's a unique little thing that people can take home with them or they can just eat it because it's all sugar, the ones that I make. So just putting a little twist can act, can make it. There you go. Yeah, Vanti's makes them too. And Root's making some for his as well. And yeah, yeah. Pixie Dust is a great filler for those. Great filler. Um, I guess I have one right here. I don't know how well it'll show up, but this is from um, Knights of the Frozen Throne. And so there's just different colors and different things in there. And it's just a fun little thing. It's not too expensive, not too time consuming to set up. Um, and it's, it's just a fun little thing. So things like that can really separate these firesides from just a regular typical fireside. Have you guys, what kind of things do you guys do that is a twist on what you might normally do for the themed events? Scott, I'll go with you. <laughs> build um, a volcano. Yeah. Well, you know, sometimes you just got to build a volcano. Uh, okay, yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> Honestly, um, I was talking with someone la last night about this, and, you know, I do a lot of big things, uh, and you can't just keep making big things all the time, and that's not really what makes a fireside gathering a fireside gathering. Um, it's all the little things, it's the connections with people, like, all the stuff, these little touches really make a big difference, like... Uh, the volcanoes are there for me. I, I do the. I like to do a big thing or something memorable each time, just to kind of distinguish like an event and make it make it a memorable experience. But I don't do that all the time. I, I'll do that once in a while. I'll do one big thing and I'll put a lot of effort into it. But I like to make a lot of little touches, um, like for uh, the. Um, uh, mean Streets of Gadgetson, I made a quest log that was like a, a newspaper and had different sections of the newspaper and it was super thematic and I rolled them up like little newspapers and you gave them out and that's quest log and uh, I mean that one also you know that's not something that everyone wants to do but I, I like to make those and, and give them out to every, everyone else to use also um, so I, I don't know when it came time for uh, Hollow's End I started to brainstorm what I would want to do for a Halloween kind of themed event and I came up with a couple of ideas uh, that are in the works. I'm not quite done with either of them. I'm close. Uh, the first one, which I'm not, I'm still quite a ways from finishing, is uh, murder mystery dinner party. Um, I'm so I don't know excited I... to see what you do with this. <laughs> by the way, yeah. I, I've always wanted to do a murder mystery thing, so I'm very excited for there to be a Hearthstone version of this. Yeah, I mean, how cool! Like. Would it be so? So the thing with the murder mystery dinner party is you got to really make sure someone's willing to commit to it. So you really want to almost schedule an event and have people sign up for it and have a limited number of spots if you're going to do something like this, uh, because you need to design the event with a, a number of people in mind. Um, and it's a lot of work to design a murder mystery dinner party because there's a lot of moving pieces. Um, so. Uh, I just think how cool would that be to, to be able to go and you start playing games with someone and as you're playing games, you're interacting and you get to ask them questions about their character and you get to unravel that Hearthstone-themed mystery uh, that's uh, happened through that night. So, so that's one thing I'm working on. Um, the other thing, which I'm pretty much done with, is um, Curses. It's Hearthstone Curses, and this is the event that I'm going to run a week from tomorrow. Um, uh, there's a game called Curses, it's a board game, and it kind of was a... 
different curse where you have to like keep your your uh, I don't know hands together while you're doing something, or you have to talk in an accent. So I figured uh, to make this a Hearthstone version of the game, every time you win uh, with a deck that you're playing, um, you draw a curse card, and the curse card will actually affect your deck, but it also affects you in real life. So uh, it, it'll make it, the game harder to play, and it'll make your deck worse. So the better you do, the worse your deck gets, and that's kind of a way of balancing out the, um, the, the uh, skill level. For instance, um, like we have here, you draw the Murloc Curse, and then you have to talk... Uh, sorry, it's kind of shiny there. You have to talk in Nurglish, which is the Murloc uh, language from then on. And you also have to put two Murlocs in your deck. And then, you know, sometimes you'll win with, uh, you know, the chicken curse. And the chicken curse is you have to put on a pair of chicken mittens, which I ordered uh, from Etsy at, at a, a staggering $5 a piece. Uh, but, uh, you know, and then you have to put two angry chickens in your deck. And, you know, I have a, the one that's called Secrets. And you have to switch to a class with Secrets and play one of every secret in your deck. So your deck gets progressively worse as you're playing. And um, then you, you do, you also, for that one, get the secret button. You know, and some of them uh, are, are, you know, make it very difficult to uh, to act. Like one, you have to walk like a zombie. One, you have to you have rusted joints because you're a mech, and you have to keep your arms straight the whole time. And uh, so, so I'm I'm trying to think of more cool curses. And actually, um, I, I'm hoping I can call on the community to kind of look over what I have so far and offer some suggestions of what cool curses would be. Um, and I want to make, uh, you know, so for this, I'm getting a lot of little cheap props. Um, to to kind of supplement it, but I want to make this uh, a game available to play without using any kind of props, just with kind of using your creativity. Um, I got a, a suggestion. Um, what was it? It was a really great suggestion when I told this idea to uh, Adam, uh, the New Jersey innkeeper, um, and it was. Uh, oh man, now I'm blanking. Uh, oh yeah. It was um, jade uh, finger traps. So you use a Chinese finger trap, and you have to play games while you're you're you have your fingers stuck in a, in a finger trap or your thumb. Oh, that's fun. Of yeah, using like a and we're gonna make that into like a jade finger trap for jade druid or whatever. So if you guys oh, have some cool, cool ideas of curses, then then let me know. But I think it'll be fun. You know, it'll be kind of kooky and kind of uh, silly, and and uh, it'll make you play some weird decks. And um, yeah, so that's that's the idea that I'm going with for next week. That's so cool. I love those ideas. Cool. And it, again, it's like a fun, and that's the thing too with fireside gatherings is that the activities as an innkeeper that you're offering, they don't all have to be in-game things. Um, I know the example parts that you just gave, one of them was, it's a mixture of in-game and out-game. You know, there are things going on in the, in the real life <laughs> with the games that make it really engaging and really fun. But then you also have murder mystery, which I don't know exactly how you're planning it. It could be something that you play in game games with, but you could even just have a themed version of that going. You don't always have to necessarily have activities that involve playing the game. It can be things like bingo cards. Now those things have proven really popular and you can spice them up however you like. You can spice them up so you are playing games, but there are also um, for expansion releases, I know with the last expansion release that a few of the innkeepers made bingo cards that when they had people, they would put patrons at their tavern 
um, opening card packs and they would show that and then every time a certain card was opened if that card was on your bingo board you could cross it off so that's just a really engaging fun way to involve people at a fireside that isn't necessarily playing in game and you can do things like Pictionary as well and um, Hangman I don't know if that is the PC thing to call it anymore but the game where you know you're trying to guess a word and you can do team games or solo games. You really can mix it up and have a lot of fun with it without it being too intensely focused on having really good cards. You do want to make sure that, you know, these activities can be approachable to people who could be first time players. Um, trivia yeah. is also really good for that. You can mix it up. You can have it be about an expansion or for instance, with the Hallow's End coming up. I'm going to try and mix it up. I'm going to do some HS and also mix in just some general Halloween questions like name three scary movies that begin with S just to kind of mix it up and take it a little bit outside of the Hearthstone knowledge so that because I'm assuming there's going to be a lot of people there that might you know be not there necessarily for a competitive event because they're going to want Nemzi and I want it to be very approachable to people that they can come in and it's not, you know, oh, I haven't been playing for four years. I'm not going to know these answers. It's again, like I said, approachable. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I, uh, you know, I uh, I kind of expect that there's going to be a handful of those people that just want the, the card back. And so when I, I was thinking of that with this curses game also, because you can pick it up at any point. You just collect these curses through the night and you can join late. You can drop out if you want. You know, like if someone just wants to come for the card back, they can do it and leave. Uh, hopefully they'll see that it's fun and, you know, we can attract people to stay and it's for casual and for yeah for competitive if they not not really competitive but a competitive player should have fun playing this game too but yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's the balancing act as an innkeeper is to if you want to <laughs> provide activities for both now you could run a very competitive fireside there's no problem with that you know have it be very tournament heavy competitive play heavy but it you know, especially if you're in an area where there aren't a lot of firesides, it is worth considering having options for players that maybe just want to come in and make some Hearthstone friends and be a bit more casual with it. Um, so, Patrick, are you doing any theming for your event? Well, actually, I was... Are you dressing up? I'm probably not dressing up. I, I don't do costumes quite as well as Scott does, but uh, <laughs> I am planning on, uh, was planning on doing a um, Hallow's End. See, there's that eyeless innkeeper head. He just decapitated. <laughs> Fits right into the Hallow's End theme. <laughs> oh, got frozen it. boots by the fire. <laughs> It really looks I like a jack-o'-lantern. you saying that. That's, was that Scott that time, or did you push yeah. the button? No, no that was Scott. Scott. <laughs> like, I can't tell anymore. <laughs> but uh, I'm actually thinking about doing a Hallow's End-themed Pictionary event, where you have to draw, like, you know, jack-o'-lanterns or the, you know, the Headless Horseman, or, you know, things from WoW's uh, Hallow's End event. You know, incorporating those into the standard Pictionary because one of the best events that I've ever run uh, was the Pictionary events. People just love 
as much as they like to come play Hearthstone, they like Scott said they love the offline events just as much as well. And, and I'm I may check out some of these new things he was just talking about, like the uh, the Hearthstone crossword puzzle. Just sounds amazing to me. I really want to check that out and, and look at that. I may print that out and. Uh, Wow.ben uh, in our community has done some uh, great coloring pages with the uh, fireside or with the uh, Hallows yeah. themed card backs, and you may print out some of those and take those too. So there's just lots of stuff. Uh, just got so many ideas to do, and like only six or eight hours to do it all in. It just seems like there's not enough time in the firesides to do everything you want to do. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, How about I, you, Rude? Uh, Are you doing anything very themed with your event? Um, you know, we've got some additional sounds, uh, some kind of little okay, ghoulish soundtracks. We're bringing. I'm no, I don't have the soundtrack here, but we are going to have some. You know, the music. We're doing some music. We're going to do some lighting. I've got one of the lights going on me right here. Uh, but as far as our our in, we have some really cool like candles and stuff that we've had forever. So we can't really go too much on that, but we'll probably throw some cobwebs or something like that on it. And um, I'm going to get Scott to come down in a, in a full ghoul bodysuit for me and just run around. That's my plan. Full ghoul bodysuit. That's yeah. a there. <laughs> you know, I worked. I worked for three years at a haunted house, and uh, so oh, I no. actually <laughs> take it off yeah. Why am I not surprised? Of course you have. He's like, yes, I can come down. I have a full ghoul, full ghoul bodysuit. Yes. <laughs> actually, he has it. Like I think uh, Avantus is right. Scott has a full. Scott suit. It's like an Edgar suit, but it's a Scott suit. So. Oh my. So, yeah, do you guys have any other comments or, you know, even ideas for Hallow's End firesides or activities that we can mention for people? I would stay away from giving out any kind of uh, candies, just because. Oh, I'm doing candies. Well, I'm doing, oh, really? like, buckets of stuff. Well, so it's like gonna be like a trick-or-treat bag and they're all individually wrapped it's not like open oh that's um, okay should be yeah, yeah it's not see, like see i'm just doing the i'm just doing the uh yeah. uh bottles of arcane dust which is you know pixie stick yeah. you know i am waiting for my 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 uh my little jars came in with the little quartz my little funnels came in it all came in except my pixie sticks were delayed like two days and now i'm just a nervous wreck <laughs> And I got like the jumbo pixie sticks, and they said they're going to be here tonight, and I was so excited about it. And now they're not here. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah, I got two days. I got I got time before my event, but that's I mean, it's like 50, 50 60 bottles I got to fill. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot. So, um, other side games you were talking about. I know you had mm -hmm. said something about like a. Did you say something about like a trivia, Aliri, based on yes. the movie, scary movies? Well, I'm going to mix it up. I'm probably going to draw uh, questions from some of the cards in the game that might be, you know, within the theme. But yeah, I want to kind of bring it a bit back to just Halloween knowledge. Well, and one of the one of the other things I think uh, Andy added on here that I really like the idea is like a Hearthstone hangman. 
Because you can do that. That's just the game. That's not a real yeah, yeah, game. Yeah, we're not going to actually like hang players. <laughs> it's like, ha! Happy Halloween! No, no. But on the same board you do Pictionary, you could draw your stick figure and do, you know, Hearthstone Hangman. Just draw your blanks, make them guess the name of the card. If they can't get it, you draw your stick figure. I think that's a great idea. Yeah, it fits with the theme for sure. Yeah, you know, I I I want to mention. I have a quick story because, like, I like like you mentioned earlier. Sometimes I go big, and uh, I, I you don't have to do that because I remember for the the Comic Con event that we threw, I I put like seven side events together. I had the the Lich Mountain that I built and spent sixty hours putting it together, and this event took all this time and all these resources. And at the, like, a few hours into the night, like, all that stuff was kind of pushed to the side, and there's this game that was in the bar, which was a nail in the wall, and you had, it was a rope, and a, a ring hanging from the end of the rope, and you had to swing the ring and, and hit the nail. And everybody was playing this game and cheering and freaking <laughs> out. So it's not always about the theme or going big, like, sometimes just getting people together and letting people do whatever they want to do that's fun is fine like it does you know just doing a halloween game sounds like a great idea i want to do like a halloween trivia right now <laughs> all right well we got some time so kick it off <laughs> oh, oh sorry. <laughs> you right we, now, we, sorry we need to no, move no. along <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> If you do have ideas for trivia, though, do post them in the Discord server. <laughs> we have a side events channel dedicated exactly for that kind of stuff. And one of the pinned messages is a um, community accessible um, trivia doc where the idea is we will put all of our questions there so we can all kind of draw from each other for those kinds of things. Um, just to insert one more segue for the Discord. And just kind of going off of a comment from um, from KW Fireside, which I'm pretty sure is Mark um, in Canada, actually, about candles, um, especially going with a theme for an event. Um, I bought little battery-powered flicking, flickering candles from the dollar store three years ago, and they still work. And I'll leave them on for the whole event, and events go, you know, eight hours usually. So, you know you can invest in some, I call it my kind of standard stock of things that I'll always take to an event. And you can do it and not break the bank. You can sometimes find like really good things that will last you for a few years. So if you want to find some candles, check out the dollar store, whatever your equivalent is, wherever you are. Um, it doesn't always, kind of like what Scott was saying, it doesn't always have to be a big, expensive, grandiose show. Yeah, the volcanoes are definitely super cool. But, you know, sometimes the little touches, they can work equally as well and create those memorable moments for you. So yeah, I, I think that's pretty much... What? Ooh. I was just checking on Amazon for the LED candles. Or LED or flameless candles, as they're called on Amazon. Uh -huh. uh, it range from anywhere from 8 to 20 bucks. Some some a little more, but a good set will get you 8 eight to 20 bucks to get you a nice little set. And, um, yeah, you can have them here before your event if you're on Prime. There we go. And also, if you have Twitch Prime, those card yeah. packs <laughs> as well. I think they're still accessible. October roll, right? Yeah. I'm still yeah, so. supporting uh, Team Light. Yeah? Me Team Light, yeah. Oh, my. Cool. 
Cool. So I think that that just about wraps up our Hallows End um, segment for this show. And again, you know, if you have any ideas or things you would like to see, maybe you're not an innkeeper yet, you just have ideas or innkeepers, just share them with us. We're always open to ideas and love to get feedback from people and see what other people are doing. That's, that is honestly one of my favorite things with the Discord server is seeing what everyone else is doing. Like people posting pictures of their events or the little things they're working on. It's it's so fun and it's so inspiring it really is for me because i'm just like oh yeah i want to do something like that and maybe i'll put my own little twist on it but it really is cool to see especially around the themed events um the expansions it's really fun to see what everyone else is cooking up so All right. andy's laptop has died and he'll be Aww. coming back <laughs> asap yeah well, in the meantime, let's uh, jump to some listener feedback and questions. So um, Mark from Kitchener, Ontario asked, uh, can you please cover this question tonight? Is it correct that given the Fireside Brawl is 3v3, then for people sharing a device, one person logs in with their account, the team of three plays until finished, then the second person logs in the device. So yeah. Basically, kind of what I talked about earlier and how I'm going to run my event is round one, each team will pick one person to log in. They'll play their match. Round two, a set the, another player on that team will log in, play their match. Round three, the third player will log in and do that. And then they'll, they'll uh, go from there. Then after, once all three players have have uh, had a chance to log in and play, the event should be pretty close to wrapping up at that point because we'll have been through three rounds of round robin and depends on how many people you're going to have. But, you know, you could go from there or you could stop. It's just up to you how you want to run your event. But, yeah, that, that allows for everybody to get the uh, Nimsy Necrofizzle Warlock skin. So... And then... Uh, I mean, if if you do have some people that are maybe like... They're really salty. You, you don't want them to be around even to your mm. event. All they care about is the card back. You know what? There's nothing saying they can't play 3v3 like as 1v1. It's like against like kind of the spirit of the fun of the game is like playing with someone else. But, you know, we played a bunch of rounds this weekend just with one-on-one, -on -one, and you'd still play the 3v3 brawl. Uh, it's definitely not as fun as if you have two people with you, and it's totally different experience. But I don't know, like... If, if your event isn't themed around the, the Fireside Brawl, then maybe people can who just want the card back can just knock it out and like play against each other. Is right. that a terrible suggestion? No, no. That's exactly, you know, as Root had said earlier, you're going to have people that are just there for that and just want to get it and get out. And that's what you can do. Have them sit down, play against each other, and then if they want to go, go. But, you know, make sure oh you're... Oh my god. Look at the look at Root's image where he should be. It's just the mask in a really creepy fashion. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> oh, All right. So uh, then we have from Bunny in Atlanta, Georgia, says you could do something a little more unique and have two teams of three sit across from each other and each of them start the tavern brawl and then when one of them is defeated they all pass their device to the left so it's still a team thing they all get the card back with less time lost 
I think that's a fun idea. That's interesting. Yeah. Oh, okay. I get it. I didn't understand it first. So everyone, so all three of them are playing 3v3 at the same time. Yes, they, they're oh. doing three different matches all at the same time, and they just pass their device across each time. So, yeah, that's yeah. that's oh, an that's interesting cool. way to look at it as well. Yeah, so. that's a great idea. Okay, mm. cool. All right, so that's going to about wrap it up for this week. Um, so just a quick recap. We discussed the differences between a fireside gathering and an established tavern. We talked about how to get Nimsy Necrofizzle. Um, we talked about some gr uh, great side event ideas from Scott and O'Leary and Root. They had some great ideas to throw out there. Um, also, we have a shout-out this week. Um, if you are not familiar with the Inn Hearthstone group, it's... Uh, one of the largest Hearthstone groups on the web. I think there are 8,000 plus members currently. Um, go to facebook.com slash groups slash the NHS. Um, that's, that's the group. Uh, they, they have a great set of moderators. Like I said, it's a huge group. So there's lots of great ideas, lots of great feedback there. Go check it out. Um, so next week, we're going to have episode 7, which is going to be another great show for you. Uh, we will have more info on what's coming up later in the week. So, and as uh, always, let us know what you want to learn about or discuss. Um, we're pretty open to, like, this podcast is by Innkeepers for Innkeepers. So if you have something that you want us to cover, if you want to come on the show... Just give us a give us a shout in the podcast channel on the Discord, and we'll definitely chat to you about it. Yeah. All right. So, um, Scott, why don't you tell people where they can find you if they're looking for more information? Sure. Um, I think the best place is probably Twitter. Uh, you can find me at uh, Bites HS. Wait, no, I'll say it like Larry Bites HS. <laughs> That... Like, I didn't hear a difference in what you said. I think I heard H the first time. That's okay. That's how it is. Bytes HS or Bytes HS. One of the two. Um, and, uh, yeah, I try, to, I try to funnel everything through there now. I was kind of a noob at social media, and uh, it's just, I don't know, Twitter took me a while. But anyway, Bytes HS on Twitter. And then I've been really trying to do uh, a much better job at uh, updating content on hsinkeepers.com. Um, if there are resources that you want to see up there uh, or there are resources that you have that you want posted there, send me a message uh, on Discord uh, or on Twitter, and I'll, I'll, I'll do my best to get it uh, to get it updated. All right. Awesome. And uh, Aliri, why don't you tell us where uh, people can find you? You can find me on Twitter. That's probably the um, the most efficient way to get a hold of me. Follow what I'm up to, um, and that's just at Aliri, A-L-E-I-R-R-I. And also, you can find all of us in the Discord server, <laughs> um, chatting away, especially in the podcast channel. You can find us there. Um, yeah, that's those are the main ways. And I think Root might be joining us, but if... <laughs> Root isn't able be. to reconnect. You can find him. <laughs> okay, yeah, he's he's here. Root, tell us where they, where everybody can find you. Apparently, in in the Nether is where you can find me. <laughs> you know, 
it, it's Scott's fault because he started working on Max and I didn't connect my mag, my adapter, my, my power wasn't connected to my laptop. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's his fault. Anyhow, you can find me over on, on the Twitters at HearthCastRoot. And you can find me every week when I do my awesome Blizzard Universe podcast with my, with my awesome co-host, Freckleface. Uh, you can find us there at HearthCast.com. I bring you now 365 unique original episodes. Wow. Did you say 365? Eight and a half years. Yep. That's, <laughs> That's a long You can start tomorrow and listen to wow. one episode every day. <laughs> it wow. has, it's been an awesome, awesome experience. So, yeah, you can check us out over at uh, HearthCast. We had HearthCast before Hearthstone was a thing. It's a long story there as well. Awesome. Very cool. All right, and uh, of course you can find me every week on uh, Hero Power every Wednesday night at seven thirty Eastern on uh, Twitch. Uh, that's Twitch.tv/ECMMOGamers, or you can watch us live now on our website HeroPowerHS.com, or you can follow me on Twitter at uh, Avanti's HS. And uh, don't forget to uh, check out hsnkeepers.com for all those great resources that Scott was talking about earlier uh, that he's been uh, curating for us. And uh, you can also check out Blizzard's official site, which is resources.firesidegatherings.com. And uh, as we close the show, we just want to thank you all for joining us, and we'll see you again next week. Thanks for listening to the Innkeepers Podcast. For all sorts of Hearthstone community-related goodness, check out hsinkeepers.com. Ah, come on now. Are you just roping me along? Swing hammer! <laughs>